Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 142 of Jack Panda Speaks. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited, raw flow of thoughts and feelings, and it's at your own risk that you embrace the unknown with me here today. It's hot, it's early and it's hot already, man. Just gone 8 a.m. This is my first day. I'm like restarting, resuming my daily podcasting, my daily Jack Panda Speaks flow. And feeling quite inspired this morning after the business coaching session that I had yesterday from a friend of mine. Um, we did, it must have been a three hour brainstorm of just ideas and possibilities. You know, going beyond what's practical and possible now, just dreaming, you know, and thinking about, you know, the future of food, uh, the future of sacred food, our company, the future of, you know, people's needs moving forward. Where are we at? Where are we going? What's the future of nutrition? And one of the one of the really interesting questions and ideas that came up was, so we've got sacred food, right? Which is our company that's running. It's based on, you know, principles of homemade food, real food, fresh ingredients, nothing processed, very personal, personalized service, tailor-made nearly. Um, bringing people together, connection with food, with the process, with nature. Um, these are a lot of the values of sacred food, but one of my problems with sacred food is that that's awesome but how do we how do we connect that or integrate that with technology right and i'm not talking because obviously technology um what i'm what i'm speaking through right now is technology i'm talking more about the technology that's coming ai um data um this future of information and data that we're living in and the you know we're collecting more and more data and how can we how can we use that data um, and AI to bring them values that seem to be lingering a bit in the past? Because going back to nature, going back to real food, going back to the roots, it sounds beautiful and romantic, but we're not really going back, we're going forward. So how can we bring them values that we want to hold on to, but also not disregard the future of technology and robots and AI and um, this new world, that we're, you know, the transhuman world that we're evolving into. So I thought it was a really, 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 really interesting question to ponder. And I was thinking this morning of the future of nutrition and how could it be? Because let's face it, there's utter confusion when people look out into the external world for information because of the, you know, because of globalization and different cultures that come from different backgrounds with different diets and different beliefs. And I've traveled and tried out multiple, not multiple, like more than multiple diets. I spent probably 10, 15 years of my life experimenting with food and diets and what to eat, what not to eat, when to eat, how to eat, cooked, raw, vegan, not vegan, meat, whether it's good for you, bad for you. Then there's the ethical side. To veganism but like let's let's stay centered in in the nutrition of food 
there's confusion, right? People look outside for answers and all they find is confusion. And they spend years on end experimenting and then still realizing that they don't know what to eat. Because I think you'd have to spend your whole life and like do tests on yourself like a scientist to really know, you know, what your body likes, what it rejects. But then we change from year to year anyway. So the experiment you did last year doesn't really serve you now, <laughs> especially in the, the uh, how things change so fast you know, in today's world. So that's, you know, that doesn't serve us. External information, looking for answers outside, even doing experiments on ourselves. So let's go inwards now. If we listen to what we call the intuitive eater, if we reconnect with our physiology and rather than tell ourselves what to eat, because of a particular diet or external information, we just say, okay, fuck all of that. I'm gonna to listen to my inner, my inner guide, myself. I'm gonna trust myself, my intuition, whatever that is. So we get up every day and we just say, okay, what do I crave this morning? What do I fancy? Okay, I'm gonna have that, which is kind of where I'm at at the moment. I have one rule and that's no, proce no processed foods. But apart from that rule, I give myself the unconditional permission to eat which works to a certain extent. There's definitely a freedom in it. But I don't think my body is getting optimum um, nutrition because how can I trust myself 100%? How can I trust my cravings and my desires and, and everything, right? I mean, we could, but the results, personally, that I find is that you know, my digestion is not optimum, my energy levels are not optimum, so my, and this is after 10, 15 years of experimenting with food, now we're going inwards and connecting with that intuition or trying to, but we're so far from it, we're so in the head, you know, it's really hard to listen to our inner selves, whatever that is, you know, it's like, can we even do that, does that even exist, you know? Or is our inner self always influenced by the external? There's no inner self isolated from the world that knows the answers. Is there? I don't know. So both of them are quite complicated. You can find confusion externally and confusion internally. And that's when you know, human emotions and human errors and human attachments and all these things that are so beautiful, but they come in the way of finding an objective solution or answer right where technology is really good because technology takes in the data points processes them and then just gives you an objective answer it doesn't think about it, it doesn't overthink it doesn't you know i'll give you an example of a human overthinking what to eat and then not eating the right thing the right thing you wake up in the morning you're craving something and rather than just eating it you go into your head you know there's this process of feeling and then analyzing that feeling with our head and before you know it you've gone into this you've started thinking about what you eat, want to eat rather than this feeling and eating so there's no going back to the data it's like there's no with humans there's so much noise so much confusion it's like man just tell me what to do like Nietzsche said we don't have the capacity to create our own belief systems we just don't you know, we need to be told this is how it is. Because it seems to me, or maybe it's just the times that we're living in, because all of these, you know, beyond food, all these belief systems are like, um, 
merging and coming together and conflicting one another you know on a global scale and this creates chaos so we're we're living through a time of chaotic information overload of information you know and nobody nobody knows what the fuck's going on and this is the the what what postmodernism stands for right that no no one idea could be better than another so that means there's no relevant idea that means nobody knows anything nobody has the answer so then we go inwards and that's where selfhood which i've written and talked about before where outside is confusion so now we go inwards and we look for for answers inside but like we've already said can we fully trust that inner voice <laughs> so that aside let's go back to tech the nutrition the future of nutrition how could it be and if i imagine and dream i imagine that ai is collecting data points from our physiology i don't know how whether it's through something attached to the body or something implanted in the body who knows what it could be for now i'd prefer that it wouldn't be injected in my body that you know, something on the outside similar to like the watches or the thing that takes your heart rate but it can actually analyze the biochemistry so your blood levels what's in your blood your sugar levels um your mineral um your mineral and vitamin um levels so whether you're deficient or not on on any particular mineral or vitamin so you imagine you've got this little ai that's taking in all this data on a, on a you know 24/7 of your biochemistry and based on that that data it can predict or anticipate what you need to eat so come breakfast time you wake up and your ai tells you look based on your biochemistry your physiology your your data levels of all these different things i i suggest that you eat this and i think people would trust that cuz i mean we ask google all the time for answers and we seem to be quite on board with this idea of you know collecting real time data of our bodies because it seems it makes sense no i'm collecting real time data of my body and then this machine based on the the data is you know just processing all that information something that we don't have the capacity to do through a program that we've created so we trust it maybe because we've created it and they're going to tell you okay for today for breakfast have a smoothie bowl with with granola or maybe you know have um an egg because your you know amino acid over here is slightly low so boom have an egg for breakfast you know so we wouldn't have to worry and get obs- and obsess because going inwards also makes us obsess about what to eat how to eat and eating becomes something that if we're not told how to eat take up a lot of our time which one would say oh it's your responsibility you know to know what to eat when to eat how to eat but is it <laughs> because if we don't have the capacity to know you know what to eat and we're so fucking confused um then is it really so that's how i see you know because we were saying you know, how can how could sacred food absolutely delight their customers and bringing them values that we talked about before of homemade food real food fresh ingredients personal service you know and this would be the the, the ultimate of personalization you imagine 
someone wakes up in their house, they go to their fridge, and their robot kitchen has already anticipated based on their data levels and their biochemistry that this is what they need, it's been prepared and it's in the fridge. That would be sacred food, man. <laughs> you know, it's just, just the right food for your body in that moment. It seems, it, just, it blows my mind to even think of it, you know? And this could be with fresh ingredients that are grown in a container, also managed by AI, you know, the, the climate, the, the temperature, the, the humidity. Um, you know, I was listening to this podcast a while ago where this guy is, you know, recreating the climate of Italy in a particular year that the cherry tomatoes were the best ever. They're recreating that climate in a fucking container, right? So you've got these extraordinary potentials Why not use it to give ourselves the optimum nutrition, you know? Um, that's the dream. The question is now, like, how do you bring that dream back down to earth, to where we're at, and apply parts of it? You know, how can we make our service as it, as it stands a little bit more, a little closer to that, to that goal? The moment we cook homemade food, it's not quite personalized, although it does satisfy some people's needs that they find hard to satisfy anywhere else. So it does feel quite personal. We deliver personally, we cook at home, it's homemade. The one thing that came up could be, you know, asking them, is there anything that they're lacking, they're missing, um, when it comes to uh, the products on our, on our e-shop. But it doesn't excite me as much. You know, this idea of merging with tech but I feel so helpless when it comes to text. Like, I don't have the skills. It's like I need to meet someone or, or reach out on social media and ask for someone to help me that understands tech or can develop some kind of app or that can retrieve these data points. You know, because if we could offer that to, to our customers, it would be surreal. You know, maybe to begin with, it would be a matter of the AI retrieving the data, analyzing and processing it, telling the people what they should cook or what they should order, you know, because automated kitchens don't really exist on a mass scale yet. There might be a few out there, um, although that is the future because that is, that is a way where homemade food can still happen, but the human's not cooking. It's still homemade, it's just made by a robot. It's still fresh ingredients, it's still homemade, you still know what's in it. Um, it's personalized because um, we as two individuals cannot you know promote our message as much as we you know we can only cater for so many people um, and we'd love to give that option to people you know like you know this is what you should eat today to be you know for optimum health uh, the question is is it possible and is it trustworthy and would people be okay with that? I think yes. People are quite happy to, I mean, we've been handing over our responsibility for years. It's not like that we're gonna take it back suddenly. And it's not, it's not like we ever had a responsibility for food because before we didn't have a choice, you know? We're only confused now because we have a choice. <laughs> with choice comes confusion. It's like when you're living somewhere, say a hundred years ago and all there is available is this food, then you don't think, oh, is it healthy? Shall I eat it? Shall I not? 
or shall I have this? It's like, no, that's all there is. You eat it, you know, and that's it. Now, with the abundance that we have, we have choice, so we're confused. So we need someone to decode the abundance and tell us exactly what we should and shouldn't eat based on our current biochemistry. And that excites me. Very exciting. <laughs> um, I think I've talked enough about it. I feel complete. If you're listening and you're a techie, a techie one, reach out. Just make it happen. Um, if you're not and you've just listened, I hope you've taken some kind of value away. Um, it's quite, I feel quite passionate about this topic this morning. Um, <sighs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, I'll speak to you again tomorrow, I guess. Ciao for now.